ladies and gentlemen, making his way to the mic, straight out of London, UK, you are listening to Max the WrestleManiac, if you will. Maniac gang, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays if you don't celebrate Christmas, welcome or welcome back to the WrestleManiac UK show, my name is Mex, I hope you're all doing very very well, it is Christmas week, we are preparing to you know hang up work for a bit, those of us that are working you know get a bit of holiday time, weekends, bank holidays if you're here in the UK, looking forward to it man looking forward to it and i'm looking forward to kind of wrestling rounding up over the next couple weeks like we said coming towards the end of 2021 it hasn't been great but we do have some you know quick news stuff to run through from the past week or so probably one of the biggest stories from last week kevin owens has signed a new deal with wwe no one saw that come in anyone that saw that coming is a liar i think everyone kind of understands it especially the reasons kevin owens is given it's for family reasons his family are comfortable he's worked at wwe for seven years now they've offered him a two to three million dollar contract that will be over three years so almost probably like one million dollars a year who wouldn't stick around for that kind of money but on top of that For me personally, Kevin Owens is a top, top talent. I'm very happy he's going to be staying on WWE. Would have loved to see him in AEW, but he's happy in WWE. And, you know, we've got to put people's happinesses first ahead of whatever we want as fans. So, yeah, I'm happy to see Kevin Owens stick around. Um, Looking forward to it, especially as we get closer to day one. He's looking like a pivotal figure in this fatal four-way for the WWE Championship. We're going to talk a bit about that later with my guests. Other stories we've come across this past week. Stone Cold looking like he's set for WrestleMania. Of course, WrestleMania in 2022 is going to be in Dallas, Texas. Um, I'm not sure if Stone Cold is actually from Dallas himself, but he is from Texas. So, yeah, they want to get Stone Cold in. So, it'll be interesting to hear you guys' views on, you know, this is a part-timer, if you like, but it's a different kind of part-timer because Stone Cold is very special to all of us. So, looking forward to seeing Stone Cold back myself. Roman Reigns this past Friday? Yeah, Friday. On SmackDown, fired Paul Heyman. Some people are saying that this is fake. This is Roman's plan with Heyman to you know get one over Brock Lesnar who knows I I don't know what to think anymore but I'm just enjoying how this story has different twists and turns to it it's going to be super interesting come day one what's going to happen in that main event for the Universal Championship I can't wait already and of course on AEW last week winter is coming we had I guess the main event match that started the show the 60 minute draw between Danielson and hangman adam page fantastic match absolutely great match great story told i felt 60 minutes was it warranted did this match need 60 minutes did the feud need 60 minutes questionable i don't quite think so however yeah i'm very very grateful that we got that match um not sure it done much for hangman though but in terms of the match itself the match in isolation the quality of the match very very good um 
and yeah, from segueing from long matches, today we have a slightly longer podcast, a slightly longer interview because, ladies and gentlemen, I managed to track him down. Now, for those of us in the UK, especially those of us that are football fans, soccer fans, to those in the States listening, we have a man that has been playing WWE theme tunes during Arsenal matches. Arsenal, I'm, I'm tempted to say one of the premier clubs over here in England, but yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Emirates Stadium in London, Arsenal's home ground. We have been getting WWE theme tunes at half time, and we've been loving it. And to a certain extent, this man was a bit of a mystery at first. Who is playing those WWE theme tunes in the Arsenal Stadium? Well, ladies and gentlemen, I have tracked him down. His name is DJ Selenki, and he is here with me today for this podcast. He is the announcer and DJ at Emirates Stadium for Arsenal Football Club. He announces for Arsenal, the men's team and the women's team, does the DJing and stuff as well for both teams. And today we're just going to sit down, chop it up. We spoke about how notorious he has come with playing the theme tunes at halftime during the matches, how he got into this role in the first place, how he got playing WWE theme tunes at Arsenal. And then we spoke a bit about day one and gave our predictions on both of the big championship matches, the WWE championship match and the Universal championship match. So, yeah, this is definitely going to be one to enjoy. Sick episode ahead. But first, please make sure you subscribe and follow us on your podcast platform of choice and leave us with a five-star review. Share the podcast too, guys. It's really, really reaching out and resonating with different people and I appreciate that. I put that down to you guys. So yeah, please keep sharing the podcast. It's thoroughly appreciated. But without further ado, this is my conversation with DJ Selenki. Right, so this is a conversation I've wanted to have for a very long time. You have become a very popular man <laughs> in in football, I would say, especially amongst, you know, Arsenal fans. Hundreds. That, you know, at least have some reminisce or, and, and memory of wrestling. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sitting here with DJ Selenki. Don't know. What's going on, man? I'm He's very good. I'm very good. This is This is... A really good moment because not only are you a wrestling fan, you're an Arsenal fan, like I say as well. Um, I as as I as am I, I'm an Arsenal fan, and yeah, like I said, you've just become synonymous with the <laughs> halftime entrance music, the theme music. I mean, um, how how did we get there? Like, we're we're gonna jump into it proper, but yeah. like, what is it like playing that? playing anyone's theme music in the Emirates at, you know, halftime. What's the reception from the crowd? You know what? I, it's one of those, before before I started playing that, by the way, it was like, you know, rock kind of music and mm. of that vibe, trying to get the, the crowd to sort of G up a little bit, G up the players a little bit. And so you, you start running out of ideas with that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. You start to think, well, what can, I, what can I do? What can I add to it? And wrestling music is one of them, I've, you know, whether it's in the gym, whether I'm in my, like, even my bedroom, I could just yeah, play yeah, it. Yeah, just slap I, I, pret I pretend like I'm the guy coming out, <laughs> you know what I mean? And we, then, um, we've all done it. Oh, 100%. And we, you know, when, when we was younger, me and my brothers used to play wrestling anyway. Yeah, so, yeah. like, used to fight and whatever. But, um, yeah, I just felt, you know, Triple H Motorhead, for example, the time to play the game. Bad It was one of those where it was like, this song could fully be in the charts and nobody would even know it had anything mm -hmm. to do with wrestling unless he was a wrestling guy. Mm -hmm. So 
I'd done that, like, I sort of threw it out there, see how it goes, and then people were sort of like, what is this? And I just said, it's Motorhead. I just like, <laughs> co- covered it. I said, look, it's Motorhead. And they were like, oh, all right, whatever. You know, Lenny? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, whatever. Um, so I started doing that a bit, and then the rec- it's different It's different because in the crowd, and it's 60,000 of them, mm. you, you, there are some people that kind of clock onto it, and there's some people that are just sort of like, yeah, whatever, what, yeah, yeah. whatever's going on. Um, and then you get on the socials, and then people start going, and I was it's like, mad. "Holy smoke, this is mad!" <laughs> it's mad. And the thing is, I've I've been doing it for ages. I've mm. done it for ages. Like I joined the club on that sort of in that sort of area. I joined in 2015, so I started playing stuff like that about 20. Uh, when I started getting comfortable, when I started getting you yeah, know, feeling yeah, yeah. nice at work, then I started doing it around 2016, 17 time. And then for whatever reason, in the pandemic, especially because there was no crowd, no crowd. <laughs> That's so you it. You can yeah. hear it on the TV. Yeah, and then it. It bust. I think it was Liverpool at home. Mm. We had, and it just again Triple H's tune came out. I, I've played that song maybe 10, 20 times maybe at the stadium. Mad. You know the, the PRS for Lenny is, is nice. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's nice. nice, yeah, man. But um, yeah, I, and then for some reason it just stuck. Like you know, you throw stuff at the wall, and when it sticks, it sticks. It sticks, yeah, yeah. So it, it happened unexpectedly to me. I'd never thought anybody would clock it. In, in all honesty, I just did it for for, for, for bands. Me. Yeah. <laughs> for you to tickle yourself. Exactly. And now yeah. look, it's become it's, it's become a thing. Um, yeah, now people are waiting for what's he gonna do next week, and it's like, oh snap, okay. So now, now <laughs> I I've can't believe it, I've got this. the whole catalog now. Just pulling it out. I'm like, okay, where are we going this week? Do you know what I mean? So oh, that's mad. It's, and it's I mean, I don't know where you are in the in the stadium when you're playing it. Mm. Is there any sight of the crowd? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like where I'm at, it's like it's like on club level. So it's mm-hmm. like sort of in the kind of hospitality. Yeah, area. yeah, yeah. Um, so I see I'm literally like right halfway kind of thing. Um, good view of like the pitch and everything else. So I do see what these lot the response you know, how they how they responding. Yeah, to. yeah. And the, and the thing is, at the same time, it's you know the, the distraction is. The pl- Arsenal players coming out, so when they come out, the crowd has obviously gone up, and, mm. and it doesn't matter what the song is at that point. Yeah, they don't, yeah. They're, they're here to watch the football. So, yeah. um, it's like I said, it's the socials that really made me think, oh, this is actually landing. Okay, mm. fine, cool, great. Let's 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 carry on. That's amazing. So, yeah, that's how it. Ha- it's it's weird, bro. It's, it was so like organic. It wasn't like, oh, let me try and find some like attitude era guy in the crowd and see if he can clock me. Yeah, Nothing yeah. Like that. It was just this kind of music, similar to what we were playing, and I like it, and I like my wrestling. So, mm. I thought let's give it a shot, and then before you know it, the rest is history, man. We're gonna get into more of the music side of it in a bit. Um, obviously, Arsenal just played. Um, who we just played? Beat two nil. West Ham. Let's beat West Ham at the time of recording. Beat West Ham um, night before, so two couple of nights ago. Um, who did you play at halftime? So this week it was Bret Hart. The reason I had to think about that because we've had Southampton, we had mm. the Arsenal women's game. It's been a lot in the last few days. Yeah, yeah. We're sort of prepping for Sunderland already, and then it's like mm. Wolves, you know, Christmas and everything else. So um, yeah, so it was Bret, Bret the Hitman Hart, man. Especially, so I love Formula One. Yeah. So on a side thing, yeah, I love Formula One. And the biggest screw job of all time since the Montreal <laughs> one took place that Sunday, right? <laughs> so I thought uh, it's right. synergy. I we it. love it. And, and more time, you know, I'll try and start linking the track I play is linked to something. You yeah. know what I mean? Something like the Barcelona women game that the Arsenal women played, you know, Sasha Banks' tune was played. Um, even like when Brett Harvey went, it was ill. I think, mm. he, you know, he got diagnosed with cancer. Yeah. Right? And then I played that then. Um, you know, so just you're, little, you're keeping it current. I try, I try to, yeah, mm-hmm. I try to. When I see something that's like, oh, you know, like when when um, what's his name from LOD died, 
you know, one of the like one of the the LOD guys, mm-hmm. I played their tune. Okay. So just little things like that where if I'm seeing something, it's like, okay, this is red hot. Yeah. And sometimes even like WWE themselves, like the the UK um, sort of their marketing team, their yeah. communication. They've reached out. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've seen it. Yeah, they yeah. They've slid into the DM a little yeah. bit and they were just a bit like, you know, oh, let us know ahead of time what you might be thinking and mm-hmm. let's see if it can pair up. So so I've done like Drew McIntyre before when he was like really Yeah, on top, when he was on top. Like that. so, that's sick, man. Yeah, yeah. That's I tried to sort of now link it. Before it was just like throw everything out there and now it's like... Is he gonna do it? Is he gonna put this on? <laughs> he should do this. So, if, you so feel, if you're literally gagging now to half time, what we're we gonna hear, sort of thing. That I would love to know how many wrestling fans are at the stadium for sure, mm. because that would make me feel. If I knew the percentage, let's say, you know, out of sixty thousand, how many of them are there? Even if it's like one thousand, yeah, still one thousand is massive. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. So. It would be good to know. And I just wonder what the other Arsenal fans are thinking. Are thinking. Because <laughs> the demographic is crazy. It's wide. Yeah, so very. I'm playing music from left to right. And people think I'm some like master DJ. I'm like, listen, guys, <laughs> I just understand I have to cater to everything. everyone. Yeah, yeah <laughs> Do you know what I mean? True. So, yeah. Bruv, you're doing a smashing job, if I must say so myself, especially as a wrestling fan. (laughs) Watching Arsenal, I mean, it's not always the most easy thing to do. (laughs) But that that gets me excited at halftime, at least something to to look forward to. What's what's one theme to you you'd say you just wouldn't wouldn't play? You don't think it'll do anything for the crowd, doesn't do anything for you? That's a difficult one. Because if... Ones I'm thinking of is not because I don't like the tune. Mm. It's just how would this be received? Like I've been tempted, Booker T's one. I've been tempted, <laughs> but you, you catch my drift. It's like, mm, how will you know? How would this come across? Yeah. And then you've got the Undertaker's one, where it's like I need to, I need to do this. The Undertaker, Undertaker could go down, you know. It, it could happen. work. It needs to happen, but it's almost like, and you know, my side of sort of like. There's there's fun bits I do at Arsenal where you know the entertainment side and everything yeah, else, yeah. but then there's also like. I'm from a security kind of health and safety perspective as well. So okay, yeah. it's a bit like, you know, if there's like a like a terrorist attack or if we've got like a severe, we're like we're in severe, um, our, our threat. Yeah, right yeah, now, threat level. Yeah. So if I start playing something that's quite dark, yeah, then it's like, you know, it's not that it encourages it or anything like that, but just, you you just got to be sensitive. Mind frame of people yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, I hear you, you. You go to, you know, you go to concerts and whatever and the whole mosh pitting thing, it's yeah, like, yeah. Somebody's playing something that's getting everybody so antsed and whatever mm. else. You know, people drink like mad. Yeah. Um, and so you could cause a problem. And if you're causing a problem when you're supposed to be there to for, for safety and yeah, everything yeah, yeah. else, because at football stadiums, they, you can't play a game if you haven't got an announcer. Mm. So if you have no... Because that's an emergency procedure sort of thing. So if something kicks off, like a fire or whatever, yeah. you can help fans get out. Yeah, fair So enough. it's so bizarre. So that's why, you know, I've been wanting to play tunes like that. Um, in terms of just songs, I would just like be like, no way. Obviously things like Bailey. Like Bailey's yeah, like yeah, yeah. happy one and whatever. And, you know, just things like that. I would be like, nah. But the Booker T and Undertaker ones are the ones that are just like... <laughs> it's on the tip of your fingers. <laughs> Another one I'm tempted by is the Burn It Down, Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins, yeah. yeah. Because, because of the... It says the lyrics. It down, ah, like, that I would go with, off as well. That I would go, go with the one without the, without the lyrics? You know, do I just go with the original, the one beforehand? So mm. I, I, might, I might do that. But yeah, those have been... Man, can you dig it? I've, I've been wanting to do that because it's got such a, it's got a reaction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I've avoided it for now. Wow. <laughs> maybe we'll see it in the future. Maybe so, maybe so, maybe so. All right, we're going to do a bit of this or that. Sure. I want to hear um, your your preferences of theme tunes amongst these wrestlers, yeah? Mm-hmm. All right, so Stone Cold or The Rock? Oh, God, why would you start with that? <laughs> okay, okay. Which Stone Cold are we talking about? 
Classic, classic Stone Cold. Like okay. I know he had that one that had lyrics. See, I, and I, the, I the one. The don't one tell me you love that one. It's my favorite one. Oh my god! <laughs> what when he came back in two thousand? Yeah, when he was a heel. No, no. So, so obviously when he, when he was a heel, he had another one. There was like a next tune that he had that was a bit it was whack. But mm. there was one when he had the talk in WrestleMania seventeen. Yeah, the one that he had there. That is my favorite Stone Cold entry. That's song. the one I hate. It's my favorite one. <laughs> I freaking love it. I love it. It's my favorite one. So if we're going to the classic without the lyrics and the and the rock, which one? If you smell, yeah, I go rock. I but go rock. if it's the one with the lyrics, if it's the one with the lyrics, then it's like damn it. And even the rocks, my favorite rock one is the "Do you smell what the rock is cooking?" Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, 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 that one's one. good. That one's good. I love that one. That was cold. But um, uh, Stone Cold. Uh, yeah. So the, so the rock. Do you smell versus mm. Stone Cold's? You know, I think it's shattered glass. I think is yeah, what it's yeah. called. Um, uh, who do I go with? I'll go with. I'll go Stone Cold, man, because it, it gave me a different. It gave me a different vibe, <laughs> man. I, when I was, I'm because I remember when I was that young, and I remember like watching him like come back in 2000, and I was like, "Yo, this is the best entrance ever." Like yeah, I yeah. loved it. So I, that's my favorite one. In fairness, I know. It, no, it, it, it's. <laughs> it, I just didn't like the lyrics, but his theme tune in a whole. I mean, it's very similar anyway. Oh, yeah. But um, yeah, fantastic, and yeah. I actually. My favorite rock one is the Hollywood rock one when it oh, slowed cold, it down cold, completely. Like, cold, yeah, cold. Th- I thought that was proper. Keep, keep, your, keep your ears peeled for that one. <laughs> All right, I've, I've got that one in the in the in the pipeline. It's, so it's waiting to come. It's out. waiting to come, man. <laughs> All right, um, next DX or NWO. Oh, difficult. That is difficult. Um, <sighs> NWO. Yeah, I think. <laughs> I think you have to. Be. Yeah. Do you know who made it? No, Jimi Hendrix. Really? No word of a lie. I had no and idea. That, that alone can just take over the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I found out that it was him that made the like sort of composed the, mm. the tune and stuff, I was like, "Are you joking?" So obviously, and WCW had the bag. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's where, true. That makes sense. You know, bag. now that you say that, that makes they sense. Had the bag. So it's yeah, no, I, yeah. You have to go. Oh, you're choosing some. These these are nasty, man. Yeah, these, these are, are bad. Okay, like, well, this is this one. You played Bret Hart the other day. So mm-hmm. Bret Hart or Shawn Michaels. Hmm. Do you know what? I'll go Bret Hart. Mm. I'll tell you why. Because Shawn Michaels' one is the one entrance music that I'm actually the most disappointed in. Why? It's not a bad entrance music. It's nothing mm. like that. But I'm the most... When you look at Shawn Michaels, you look at this kind of the stardom and everything else with the, all these other wrestlers. I don't know why. Shawn Michaels' one just falls for me. It just falls. I, I agree. I don't, I, know, why, I, I don't agree. know what it is, but it's just... yeah. And it's never changed. It doesn't. But I feel like with him and the whole performance when he's coming out and dancing along yeah, and stuff, yeah. like I think that's what probably keeps it up there somewhat. It but made sense up until like ninety eight. Yeah, right when, now, he, when, when he when he changed when he and stuff. That. But yeah, then yeah. when he changed to you know born again Christian, and yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. Else, it kind of didn't make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. So it was a bit like well, but, but anyway, yeah. No, I'd go. I'd go Bret Hart. Cool. Yeah. That's fine. Well, that sound at the beginning is just it's the guitar. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. It slaps it. You know, you know, it's most wrestling tunes. The ones that bang have something there in yeah. that in that entrance bit that's um, true. that everyone kind of reacts to. No, that's um, true. That's true. So yeah, um, yeah you're right. Randy Orton or Edge? Which Randy Orton? Anyone you like? Okay, people are gonna hate me. Yeah. <laughs> On a side note, <laughs> I've never liked Edge. You know. As in, Ever. you think you know me? Da, da, da. You, you don't like that tune? None of it. Oh wow! <laughs> not not the tune. No, the tune's fine. The tunes are fine. I'm just saying the wrestler. Oh, oh, well, don't worry. I my, agree. My brother, he's gonna. If he's, if you're watching Oscar, listen. 
I've not been an edge guy at all. Uh, listen, a lot of us haven't been. Okay, fine. You're not in the minority um, here. Oh, man. Oh, you think you know me or... Oh, man. Nothing you can say. Ah, oh, this is tough. That's man. the banger still. That's the banger, isn't it? That's mm-hmm. the Randy Orton banger. But Edge's one is big. It's big. I yeah, have yeah. to give it to Edge. It's yeah, big. Yeah. It's big. All right. Um, Kevin Owens or Sami Zayn? Hmm. KO. KO's one. It's more, it's more gritty. It's more it's gangster. It's real. Yeah, Like, yeah, Sami yeah. Zayn, for me, it's a bit like... Like you see that like Becky Lynch's one. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's all like, what's this? You're a wrestler. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, very sing along, very yeah. pantomime ish. Like, yeah. not on it, not on it. So I'm going KO. Cool. Um, Daniel Bryan or Batista? Batista. Yeah. It's not even a question. In the gym, flipping out. Yeah, yeah that's the gas. Oh my God. <laughs> His entrance music that, you know, when he came out and he did the whole thing. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, come on. No, yeah. not even touching nowhere near Daniel Bryan. The no. gas is real. And last but not least, Triple H or Mick Foley? Ah, easy, Triple H. Triple H. Triple H, easy. Wasn't a fan of Mick Foley's one. I mean, the I, I car get, crash. The car crash and it was a cool gimmick. Like, mm. I get it. I, I get the whole thing. It was cool, but Triple H, I mean, even my time is better than that. So, and I love my yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I that, that's a, that I played that recently. I played yeah, that yeah. recently. That, that is one of my favourite, favourite ever. Mm. Yeah, and that was really Triple good. H makes it, man. He yeah. makes that entrance. The entrance. Oh, listen, <laughs> oh, listen. The entrance I could watch Triple H entrances, especially the WrestleMania ones, all day, oh, yeah. every day. Oh, like. WrestleMania ones. He makes a whole show about it. Literally. Yeah. Not cold. <laughs> sick, sick. So we've heard your your choices on some of these um, current day entrance music. Yeah. But how did you get into um, becoming a DJ? Generally, like you sound like someone that's obviously has a genuine interest in music. Yeah. I say that because I see a lot of people popping up these days becoming <laughs> DJs, and it's like it's just a thing of stature now. Like I can right. DJ as well. Right, right. I love when I hear the excitement in you know people that actually care for music and have a knowledge mm. of music beforehand so mm. what was your kind of um your opening entrance yeah. way into music so i'm a northwest man grew up northwest london mm. so grime was the that, genre. Was that the thing it yeah. was the thing man, when you come <laughs> out my house the whole estate everyone's got everyone's got their phone out listening to instrumentals and everyone's spitting bars so i grew up in a grime culture like mm. heavy and um it was one of those where you know, everybody was spitting. I used to spit loads. Everybody used to just spit around the estate and whatever else. And then, then actually I became a born-again Christian. Funny, funny story. I became born-again Christian around 2007. Yeah. And I love, I still love my grand music, but it was like, okay, how do I sort of do it where it's not too gritty, it's not too gangster, aggressive it's not too and aggressive all of that kind stuff, of yeah. But then in like, so there's like, there was like a gospel grime kind of scene. Mm. There was a, that whole thing was going yeah, on. Yeah, Bear yeah. man. And I know like literally all of them, big mm. up to everybody. Um, but there was no DJ. And I was like, do you know what, man? I'm going to be the maximum of this scene. So That's like it. DJ Maximum is one of my favorite. Yeah, DJs, yeah, yeah. Favorite He's called. Sir Spyro, DJ Maximum, Logan Sama, mm. um, Vectra. There's so many grime DJs. Carnage. I love, I love a lot. Of, and the thing is, when I used to listen to grime sets, the thing that always used to make me like my buzz wasn't like Wiley spitting as such or anything like that. Mm. I didn't, didn't mind Skepta or whoever. But when the DJ would mix like two tunes together and it just seemed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that used to blow me away. <clears throat> when you can I, hear the next tune coming oh, in. <laughs> it used to blow me away. So I just started. And I'll tell you how sad this is. I'll listen mm. to like a, a set on Kiss or whatever. And I'm pretending I'm the guy chopping that or mixing it away. I'm pretending <laughs> to do that on the, like on a on the kitchen table. And then at some point I was like, "No, nah, bun this. I need you to need to actually learn do it. how this is." 
Um, and so, yeah, so I just started learning how to sort of mix grand instrumentals together. Mm. And then there'll be like a bunch of people. Now it's like, you know, anyone and everyone, it doesn't matter like background or whatever. If you, if you, if you MC or whatever, I'd always love to do gram sets. So yeah. that's, that's where I came through was through the gram scene. And then, yeah, just opened my knowledge more and more and more and more as I started DJing more and then getting booked for different things. So like say to do weddings or parties, you start mm. having to open up your, your sort of your portfolio so i started like mixing all kinds of like tunes hip-hop trap r&b so i was gonna ask you what are your genres of music because even when you were saying um you know you went from playing rock in Mm. an arsenal Mm. and then obviously you saw well triple h motorhead that's a a rock tune yeah i would imagine your view your music is quite deep quite eclectic that you would know you know i mean rock tunes and stuff like that it's interesting because like People do tell me, right, your, your, your knowledge of this thing is mad. And mm. I, I think, to me, I'm like, yo, I don't know at a half. Like, for me, I think that's what kind of keeps me knowing about any, anything and everything because I don't feel like I know all of it. Yeah. Like, I didn't really grow up in a music household. Like, my mum loved music, don't get me wrong. And we used to, like, hear all kinds of R&B, all kind of smooth yeah. and magic and all that sort of stuff. So it's maybe it is that. Maybe it's a case of, you know, what my mum listened to and when you're stuck in the car and it's Celine Dion, you're just like, like what is this? <laughs> like, Michael Bolt and all these guys. Yeah. But then the rock music, I guess, came through the wrestling way and then I started okay. learning about them a bit more. Mm. You hear, like, you know, ACDC did some song and I think they did, um, what's it? I think they did... Uh, Bischoff's tune yeah, okay, yeah 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 uh, it was something along them lines but then like, you started finding out oh, who, who are they then what do they do and then just little things like that where I don't know is it an accident I don't I don't know how to, to, to be a it. happy accident it's a happy accident mm. where I just fell into knowing oh they did this they did that Kiss did this and whoever else like all these random ra- like I know some random tunes but not because I'm going in there like digging it out sometimes it's just falling on me mm. and I happen to know it um, and then I, I started, once I started working at Arsenal, I started to have to learn. Like when I go to other games, um, I will learn and hear what they play. Yeah. I've always got like one ear on what are they doing, mm. what, you know. So just little things like that, really. Cool, cool. So um, how long we, how long have you been DJing for in total now? Oh, dear. Um, so since like 08, let's say since 08, wow. I've been DJing. So God, how many years now? That's like a good 15 plus years, man. About yeah. 15 years or so, just under. 08. Yeah. yeah just under yeah just under yeah yeah just under 15 years yeah nah, that's a that's a real stint yeah you're stint. you're a you're a master at this <laughs> then like it's a, it's a stint my favorite genre of, of is, is easily grind but you know mm. I, I was in the funky zone when like, of course eight oh nine. i was yeah. in that zone garage i love my garage every time i get the chance to do so so yeah i've never done like rock at parties and stuff like that mm. it's always been like your urban stuff so you know your garage your hip-hop your grime trap um, drill, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I've been doing usually all of that. So, like you're saying, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm sure you know the circuit for you. Then coming up, parties, weddings, yeah. baptisms, the like yeah, yeah. sort. <laughs> How did we get to Arsenal? So, um, I used to work at Rinse FM. I don't know if you know. Okay, Rince, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. like, all the gram heads will know what yeah. Rinse is, and Rinse like became like a legal station mm-hmm. and it had like this work experience thing going on and it was basically to be like a broadcasting engineer so i would then be like in a studio with maximum who's like my friggin' favorite dj and yet he's i'm having to like make sure his show goes out like sounding crisp so yeah. when you're in the car listening to the to the station basically it's me put like doing an output of make sure the levels are cool and everything else okay anyway so arsenal were recruiting for a um a, basically an assistant to the announcer 
Um, and it was basically that kind of stuff, like just make sure that his levels are good, blah, blah. But it came with a bit more. So it was a case of, you know, we want you to play the music there. What's your experience in music? And I was like, well, I've been on radio. Mm-hmm. I've, um, I've DJed like since I was, you know, since 08. Um, and then they were like, you know, sort of what kind of music would you play at a typical game, for example? And I just gave them like a, like a mad mix of all different types. And so when they saw that I can go from Eminem to say, you know, White Stripes or whatever, yeah. they, then it was like, oh, okay, he gets it. Yeah. Um, and it was one of those because you have to always cater to whatever oh, crowd there is. Of course. So they wanted to see who's got the, the the bandwidth, but I couldn't believe this was a job in the first place. I, it was a bit, it was a bit weird. I went for Bruh. the interview. I went for the interview, and I, and I said to them at the end of it, I was like, so just to just to clarify, like my job is to pay attention on on the game, mm-hmm. and they were like, yeah, <laughs> they were like, yeah, you need to watch the because you know I'd I'd give the so for example I'd know when the something we have like a headset. Mm-hmm. So we would know when the substitutions were going to happen. We would know added time, little things like that. So I would be passing to the announcer, oh, you know, um, Lacazette's coming on, yeah, you know, for Urza or whatever, right? And so that would be the role is that you have to concentrate on that. So it was so odd. And then it became like, unfortunately, like during the pandemic, mm. you know, Arsenal went through like a quite a big hit of like redundancies and so on. And then they just said to me, so I did all the behind closed doors games, like announcing as well as the music. Oh, wow. And then they were just like, look, you've done your thing. You smashed it. Do you want to continue next season? And I was like, are you joking? Of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's that kind of how it happened. It was a very weird, It I would have never balanced the two together. Mm. Like the job went online. It was out there online for people to go and apply for bruv like <laughs> the the when when especially you know i think we all kind of s- s- sat up and took attention when the wrestling music again yeah. that you know we know from wwe and stuff yeah. started playing and when you were then named online as oh it's dj selenki that's yeah. the guy that's playing it like yeah. i was surprised like the person had a name i was surprised <laughs> there was someone there i thought yeah. this was like oh push of a button yeah. sort of thing like yeah like you're saying, I just didn't even know like that kind of role existed. Exactly. And when I turned up there, it's exactly as you say. It was like, you know, there's these, I mean, we're talking these old CD players and whatever, and it was just push play and that's it. And I came in and I was like, yo, we need to, I, I've got ideas for mm. this thing. And because I started learning how the match day works, we have like a match day show before the game. Yeah, so yeah. you sort of learn like how everything works. And so once I got my feet under the table, I was like, look, I can make this a lot easier, a lot better. And you can have like a much better show. And literally, I started bringing like my laptop, DJing software on there. So I've got like four decks on the screen, and it's Man like change the game. Ready? Yeah, literally, I said, look, take these CDs and just throw them. Yeah, out there. yeah, yeah. Be, like you can, you know, we, we'll keep them there in case my my system goes down or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, we started getting like mixers and stuff like that in there, and just so like just to make the experience a bit more, a bit more better. And it's just it was just so much easier because. When you're there as a fan, you don't really pay attention to it as per se. But when something goes wrong, it, you wake up. Mm. And so, and at different stadiums, I still find this problem there. Like, I'll go there and I'll know, oh, I can tell somebody's just hitting a button. Something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not quite in line with how the mood is going. Because I might start off with slower tunes. And as, as it gets closer to kickoff, mm. and it's like, bang, let's go. And like, even to the point where we were talking with the players, and it was just a case of, look... When you lot are warming up, what do you lot want to hear? Yeah. Because you you go to changing rooms and they're blasting tunes. Yeah, yeah. So is that like personal, like a personal stereo or so, something? So so they they will have that in their in their changing rooms. So mm. that they'll be blasting tracks from like yeah. So like you know it could be a Bamiang with the frigging portable speaker. Yeah, portable speaker. And, he's, and he's off. Mm. 
And so in my head, I was I, so I spoke to um, like the PA to at the time was Arsenal's PA, mm-hmm. and I was saying to her I was like, "Look, if these lot want tunes, just let me know what they want, and then we'll do it for the warm up." Yeah. And it was just like changed the game. It completely now now so when they proud. warm up, they're listening to the tunes they want to actually listen to rather yeah, than just yeah. hearing some anything yeah. anything random. Um, and so yeah, so that's that's it's, like you say, man. It was it was not real. It was not real for me. <laughs> I still can't believe my it, first like... game. I, will, I kid you not. My first game was the North London derby in 2015. Gosh, bro, baptism of fire. Like I was like, <laughs> yo, what are you talking about? Because I had a, a I had to, like shadow one of the other guys that did it before. Um, it was a Champions League game. Oh, those were good times, weren't they? Mm. It was a Champions League game. <laughs> And it was like, I think we played Champions League. What are you talking about? <laughs> it was like Dynamo Zagreb. So I shadowed the guy who'd done it, and I just watched him do it. And I was like, okay, okay, this is simple then. Because mm. at first you're, you're sweating, you're nervous. You don't, mm. yo, this is an Arsenal. Like, this is, you can't drop the ball. Yeah, of. yeah. And then once I started learning, ah, okay, I'm actually, I'm probably like the most advanced here mm. in this mm. room right mm. now. It's mm. like, great, no problem. I'm, yeah. Now I'm in my element. That's fine. And um, and now what I've had to learn is the announcing part. That's been the bit where, and it's funny because with DJing, whenever I used to DJ, I never wanted the mic. I yeah, never yeah. wanted to have a mic and do all that because I used to find it cringe. But it just, it wasn't me. Did, did now, you have an MC when when so like say for example if I'm at a, a club, mm-hmm. you sometimes the DJs always talk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas I was not on that. I was not on it. <laughs> I was not on it because it was just too nerve wracking. It was just it wasn't me. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Didn't, it didn't fit. But then when it was like, say a grime set, I just let everyone just MC. It. Yeah, it's yeah, of course. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. So it's nothing. But um, when I was on radio, because I used to Axe FM, I don't know if you remember yeah, Axe. Yeah, yeah. Big up, Pabs, what, what, in peace. Axe is um, local, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, man. Axe yeah, yeah. is local. So I used to DJ there. I, did, oh I used gosh, to have a set there. Axe hooked me up. And I said to Axe, look, I play that kind of, like there's that gospel grime in there as mm. well. And he was like, listen, man, run your, do your thing. Mm. Who cares? Go ahead and do it. So that's where, I, in fact, that's where I probably learned the skill was on Axe a lot. So playing every week, every Tuesday is sick. I remember that. So I owe a lot to Pabs. Man's got his reps in. He's paid his dues. <laughs> Man's turned up at Arsenal. Yeah. Like, what's next? Not to say, you know, you might, I'm not saying you have aspirations of leaving Arsenal, whatever the case yeah. is. But where do you do you go next from here? Yeah, it's a good question. It's a good question because football's got to be careful in England is that you, you don't want it to go so American mm. that it's the soul of football is gone. Yeah. But like Wolves, for can't, example. Can't lie, the soul of football is going. It's going. Yeah. It's, it's heading that way. Mm. But um, like at Wolves, they've got a DJ who's literally on the pitch. He's got his turntables, everything. And he's having like a party. It's like a rave. Yeah. And they have like the fireworks and everything else. And I'm like, yo, that looks cold. But then me as a, because I'm, I'm an Arsenal fan too. So I go to like away games. Yeah, yeah. So like... I'll be at Ellen Road tomorrow kind of thing. And it's like, I'll go there as a fan knowing I just want to go there for the football straight. Yeah, Nothing, yeah. None of this deafening music and yeah, everything yeah, else. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm sort of like, I'm, I'm both people, if that mm. makes sense. Um, where, do, where do we go from here, man? Like doing the content for Arsenal would be the one. Okay. Like media content. Media and content like and stuff. Yeah. Imagine like doing interviews with players or broadcasting for for the club and stuff like that. That would be that would be cold. Yeah, you've got one foot that, in the door. I'm sure it's cold. not impossible. Yeah, so um, media they, team, if you're watching, if you're watching, <laughs> <laughs> the media team for yeah. Arsenal do an excellent job. Yeah, I must say that. Um, I feel as a fan, mm. I, I'm very informed. I can yeah. see stuff that I might not have even asked to see. Mate, um, changed it up. I don't know what happened in the last couple of years, but they just switched it up mm. to another level. And I see now other clubs start copying them. 
Yeah, so yeah. there's other clubs now that are doing stuff, and I'm like, oh, okay, I, I didn't see you doing that before, but yeah. Yeah, no, shout out to them. They they are doing their thing. They really are doing it. I love I love co- making content. Just like yeah, you, yeah. you make content here. I do it for Formula One as well as like football stuff. And mm. then you know the whole like I could I could make content for days. If that could be my career, I'd literally yeah, stop working nine to five and just do it. Yeah, that's yeah. It. Brav, big up yourself because that that is a story of you know someone has to learn a learn a skill somewhat, yeah. and then you've went and taken it to the. That the biggest level you, you put your football interest with your wrestling interest um somewhat living the dream this no, is no, somewhat I, living the dream you know i have to pinch myself each time and just remind, remind myself like bro stop moaning because you, you you'd be amazed i can still complain yeah yeah like, of how, course how that's dumb is that? we're humans in it but like how dumb is that do you know what i mean if, I, if the 10 year old me if you told him you're going to be doing this now at arsenal he would bite your hand off <laughs> yeah 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 so for me it's like okay Always remember, but you know how it is, you know, you're working a lot. There's a lot of night games. You might get tired the next year. It back gets long, the, yeah. You know, yeah. your body gets tired, whatever. But yeah, I love it. I absolutely love, love what I'm doing. That's sick, man. And that's, that's what we, that's the, that's the wish. That's yeah. what everyone wants to do. <laughs> like. Just be happy about their job. Yeah. Um, Listen, let's let's talk some wrestling. Mm. Um, We are here on a wrestling podcast. So let's talk wrestling. Today's scope of WWE. Yeah. Who are your guys? Oh, man. Roman Reigns, man. Of course. <laughs> I'll tell you what, because I, I was one of them. I was not on it, man. Ah! <laughs> Do you know why? Because I think he was just shoved down our throats. So here's I the hear thing. it. When he was in the Shield and he was like, he was one of the guys and they tried to make Dean like the leader, mm. I was like, yo, that Roman guy, he's looking, he's cold. I like mm-hmm. that one. I like that one. Then I think they clocked, oh, the fans like this one. Then they threw him at the front and centre and then they started shoving us down yeah, you know, yeah, our yeah. throats. And then it was a bit like, hmm. But, and he wasn't ready. And it, it seemed like he was undercooked a little bit. He was. He you definitely wasn't ready. Yeah. So I felt like, yeah, it just didn't. It was a rush. It was all, you know, like Seth Rollins has come up. He, over time, you started to notice, oh, this guy's deep. This guy's cold. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I'm a big fan of Seth Rollins. I yeah. love Seth Rollins. I think the whole gimmick now is he's, he's fantastic. He's in, like he's evolved. <laughs> like when you think about the blonde haired guy, half blonde, and then you go to the to the when he came back from the injury, when he was like, you know, what was it? What was he part of that? Um, what was the the, the Messiah and yeah. the authority all stuff? That yeah. Sort of stuff. The, the different ways he's transformed himself, I'm, I'm a big fan of. But yeah, number one, it has to be Roman Reigns. And I can't believe I'm saying that because mm. I was not there. I was not there <laughs> with him. Um, but yeah, I'm loving this. He's cold now. Look yeah, at him. He's yeah, yeah. cold. I, I love the whole thing, man. I'm, I want to be like him. You know, <laughs> you know what? Like he's cold, man. And that's when you know, that's when you know you're hooked as a yeah, fan. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's when you know you're hooked. So yeah, I'm loving Roman Reigns at the minute. But there's not many that I don't like, you know. I'm actually just... I don't know about you. At some point, I just had to say, sit down and say, you know what? Let wrestling do its thing. Because mm. I was very critical of wrestling. Let's say, oh seven, maybe oh, no, maybe oh nine up mm-hmm. to about 2015, 16. I was okay. just, I was done. I was just like, this is dead. This is so. Well. I remember at WrestleMania where was it the Miz with the title, and I'm yeah, sitting yeah. there like, yeah, where yeah. Have we gone? Bad times. <laughs> Brilliant question. Do you know what I'm saying? Bad times. But um. Like, I love The Miz now. Mm, yeah. You know, I, 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 honestly, I, I love The Miz. I love... Um, Drew McIntyre, I'm a big fan of as well. Yeah. I'm a big fan. And, and he shouted at me on Twitter. So I, yeah. I'll never forget that. That's the first, I think, wrestling person I've ever got in contact with. Amazing. So I think he still... I don't know if he still follows me, but he followed me at one point. Yeah, yeah. So I'll, ch- I'll check later and see. <laughs> but um, yeah. Um, yeah, that's, Roman Reigns is number one for me right now. Yeah, yeah. He, he's doing great stuff. Roman and it has been since 
maybe 2014. So, so you were there? I was, was there was from, the, from the Shield. <laughs> I was there. I knew all three of them men were going to be stars. When I was in uni, I couldn't... I, the whole period of the Miz stuff and all of that, um, yeah. when Punk was more or less on top, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I kind of missed a lot of that because I just had nowhere to watch it when I was at uni. But yeah. somehow I was watching FCW when okay, they yeah. were in developmental. Yeah, yeah. And Roman was doing his thing, but the stars of FCW were Rollins and Dean Ambrose. Mm. Um, when they got put together and came up, I was excited as hell. And I, that's it. I was, I was just watching the shield <laughs> thinking, these men are going to run this thing. And then when Roman, when Roman was being the one shoved down our throats, I thought, I'm invested. Like we yeah. could see the muscle and everything that yeah, he was yeah. in the shield, but like Seth has more talent than him. I'd, I'd watched a lot of Seth on um, Ring of Honor and stuff like that mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And then Dean Ambrose through his run in WWE, yeah. I sort of said, this is, this is the one. Is the Out one. of the three, this is probably okay. the guy. Okay. Um, and then with, with Roman, I stayed patient. I told a lot of people, Roman's <laughs> got it. I've seen it in FCW. Yeah. In FCW, he was like some, his gimmick was like some boss. Okay. And him and, um, I've forgotten that woman's name, Son, Son- Sonia Deville? No, 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 no. It's, um, Summer, Summer Ray. Summer Is it Summer Ray? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and Summer, Summer Ray were like a, a partnership. Yeah, yeah. Um, Summer Ray was like his right hand woman or what, something yeah, like yeah. that. And he was some boss and all this <laughs> kind of stuff. It was cheesy as hell. Yeah. But I saw enough there to say that he gets it. He's gonna be good eventually okay. once he gets all polished. Okay. And um, it was hard defending him at times. I'm, yeah. I'm sure you know. <laughs> 2015, 2016, it was hard. But I just yeah. said, nah, he, he's gonna come good. Mm. I know it. Like this guy's related to the Rock. Sure. How can he not come good? We should have. We should have. We should have hung on. Thing is, do you know that when he got booed at that Royal Rumble, was it 2015? Yeah, yeah. What year it was? But he got booed, and I felt bad for him because even like when I think The Rock was there with him. Yeah, yeah. In Philadelphia, "Mm." yeah. And I was like, hmm. They obviously places like Philadelphia, Chicago, they do not take anything. They don't care. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But um, there were moments where I I felt sorry for him, but it was just like he's just not ready. He's Mm. just not ready to be number one guy as well. Yeah. When you had Brock Lesnar's in there and people like that, Cena was still like you know riding high. Yeah. So it was just a bit difficult for me to I don't know man, it just didn't feel real. It didn't feel natural. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So whereas now I believe it. You believe it. Yeah. I'm in. Like I'm, I, I'm invested. I, I can't lie. For me then it was complete blind faith. I yeah. had seen something, but it wasn't enough. He he wasn't ready. Yeah. I told people he wasn't ready, yeah, yeah. but I said, he's going to be the guy, like whether we like it or not. And either way, because Vince would find a way, even when he put the title on him and then yeah. I think Sheamus beat him soon yeah. after. Yeah. And I thought, because Sheamus is the one that no one likes. Yeah. So now yeah, yeah. when Roman beats him and Roman did beat him and there was a massive pop and people enjoyed yeah. it, but it's like, okay, we've got the belt of who we didn't like. We didn't really like, yeah. But now it's like, we still don't like this guy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I I totally I totally understand where fans were coming from with that. And the thing is, fans can ruin a lot of situations, of course. You know, things. And I, you know, there's there's that side too. But it was clear. It was just so clear that everybody was just like, "Bun it, man! Just turn him heel." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just do something. Try something else. Try something else. But when like when he he went through that phase, what was it? I'm not a good guy. I'm not a bad guy. (laughs) I'm I'm the the guy. guy. I thought, okay. (laughs) Do you know what? That promo. I sat there. I said, okay. Mm. Let's see where he's going. Because he doesn't have to be healed. Yeah. If he's in this little grey area, yeah. right, let's see it. Because I don't think we saw yeah. that grey area often. So that, that was Austin's area. That, yeah, exactly. that grey area was Austin's area. Exactly. Right? So let's see what's happening. But now this, everybody loves him. Yeah. Nobody hates Roman Reigns. Yeah. But now it's like, but we're at a t- it's like at a time where we're supposed to hate him. We actually friggin' think he's cold. Man. Exactly. That's it's exactly cold. it. So. 
Um, there will probably be the eventual attempt to turn him to a out and out baby face. You think so? Yeah. How they, would they, they do it though? I don't know. It, it may take maybe some type of um, long time off TV. Mm. Maybe if he dropped the title and then we never see him for like two, three months. Yeah. Then he comes back and slays whoever the bad guy is with the title. Who knows? I wonder if but. they'll do it like, you know how The Rock in like 99, you know, like in 98, he was a heel. Mm. And then in, into 99, he was a heel, but people just, they sang along. Yeah, with him yeah, yeah. He, and he was like, no, 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 don't, don't jump on my way. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there. yeah. And it was like, but you couldn't resist it that they had to turn had it. To. Like, they, they couldn't. So like, I don't know if they could do that. Because even like with Becky Lynch, Becky Lynch was a bit bland when she was a face. Yeah. Even Bailey, it was mm. a bit like, nah, okay, fine, it's a bit vanilla. Yeah. But then once they started going down the cool route, it was a bit like, yo, I can dig this. The yeah. man, I was like, yo, I'm, I'm in. I was in. I was, like, <laughs> I in. was in, yeah, I was yeah. In. I wasn't really big on Becky either, yeah. but I was like, yo, I'm in. I, I don't know if that's a, like a social a social problem. Maybe we have to talk, talk to the younger kids and see mm. what do they like? Are they actually gassed? With every baby face in the company, or I don't think they are. You know, so in, in America, it seems like they're more enthusiastic though. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Because I saw enough, like you know, when when Bailey was like, "I'm I'm a hugger," and I saw bare tees. Yeah, yeah, stuff. yeah. So that's true. I wonder, like, I, I wonder how. I wish I went to watch wrestling a lot more live in America mm. in the John Cena hype. Yeah, because I bet you he was. I bet you he was more than Stone Cold. I yeah, bet, you know, I bet it was that crazy. <laughs> Cena still like I went to uh, WWE when they come to the UK yeah. in the last couple of months, yeah, yeah. and um, Cena shirts everywhere. Mm. Till now, I was, there, I was there. This, this, um, what was it? Was it October? Um, did you go to the one O two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. September, September. Oh, yeah, yeah. Already, Jeez. yeah, yeah. Okay. It's still September because they came back in November, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, they came back yeah, in November. I didn't go to that one. Yeah, but yeah, no, literally, you're seeing uh, Cena shirts everywhere. everywhere. You see a lot of fiend masks as well. That yeah. one, yeah. Yeah, 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 everywhere. Like, so yeah, I, 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 it's hard to say, you know, Cena or or Stone Cold, uh, yeah. you know, in terms of popularity. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it sounds obvious that it should be Austin. Mm, mm. Um, but from the kids' point of view, yeah, Who Cena knows? was Cena was strong. He Who was knows? very strong. Are you surprised when you go to like these live events and you hear like the Ric Flair woo thing from before the sh- before the show starts? So I, I went. I've been to maybe two events now, mm. three events in in recent time where. You've gone in and they're already shouting, "Woo!" And I'm like, "Okay, yeah, 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 yeah." You yeah, crowd, the crowd, you mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. The crowd, before the show starts, it's mm. nowhere near starting. That shocked me when I first went to my first like event. Mm. That shocked me because I was like, "Yo, when you're when you've got a legacy in this thing, like, yeah, yeah. you're there forever." Yeah, you will not be forgotten. You're there forever. You will not be forgotten. Even now, where Ric Flair, a couple of misdemeanors has yeah. come to light, yeah. and they've taken him out of their entrance package yeah, yeah, and stuff. Yeah, the yeah. crowd are still wooing, oh, yeah, especially yeah. because I guess Charlotte's still Charlotte's on TV about. as well, but. Um, yeah, the crowd are still wooing, and right. yeah, it's not going to be easy f- to just erase. Although yeah. we know WWE love to erase and rewrite history. I don't know whether to go there. Go ahead. What do you think with Benoit the way they just ditched man on the network? Like, <sighs> he's not, there's not even a Royal Rumble. Over what was I watching? I was watching. I was watching WrestleMania 17 the other day, mm. and. Um, there was like a vignette in there where um, I think they were doing access, you know, where right. the, the fans right. come and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And he was there and he was speaking like, okay. they must have interviewed him, yeah. you know, well, and he was like, oh yeah, we love when the fans come around, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And I was thinking, did they know this is here? Like uh, they could have easily, like they've done with everything else, just yeah. snipped that pit just out of WrestleMania out. 17 footage and they've, so. they've left it in. But um, it's hard, man. Obviously what Ben Roy done was, we all know he's wrong. You can't justify. Yeah, it can never be justified. <laughs> you know what I mean? you can't. But a fantastic wrestler, like 
What do you think on the Hogan situation? I mean, he got booed out of the building at WrestleMania. Like, earlier. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Hogan like, is. They need to just let it hit, let him. It, they, I think they're destroying his legacy, bringing him out and putting him in front of fans. You think so? Yeah. yeah like, obviously, the guy's done wrong. Yeah. Like, just let him rest in peace. Not literally die, but just rest yeah, in yeah. peace yeah, yeah. elsewhere. Don't we don't need to keep putting him in front of fans because you're bringing it up. You're, you're reminding us. Sure. Every time you put it in front of us, you're reminding us what this guy done. Yeah. yeah. Um and. You know, we should all be online talking about WrestleMania, how good things are in. You shouldn't be yeah. seeing, you know, derogatory tweets towards Hogan <laughs> on WrestleMania night. You see yeah. what I mean? They're, they're doing it to him, like, as far mm. as I'm concerned. Nah, fair deals. In, in terms of women nowadays, who, who are you into? Man, you know what? Thank God that there is a women's, sort of, like, a good women's division where mm. there's good wrestlers because... You know, that grew up in the Attitude Era, boy, where it was just bra and panty yeah, matches. Literally. It was gravy bowls. It was ridiculous. <laughs> pillow, yeah, thing. What's that thing? Ridiculous stuff going on. Mm. Um, I was a big fan of Rhea Ripley, man, but I just feel like, ah, it's not there. She, I feel like she, she came out the They've scene, killed her. They've killed her, I was I'm like, telling I was, you. I was ready. I was invested in her. Um, but Shayna Baszler, for me, at the moment, I, I'm loving Shayna Baszler. Need to book her better as Again, well. yeah, again. They're, they're, and I, I don't know what's going on booking-wise with the women's, whether they're just falling, they're just dropping the ball as a whole, mm. whether there's not enough people working around. I don't know how they how they divide the yeah, creative yeah. team or whatever, but it just seems like they're dropping the ball with the women's a lot more than, than the talent that's actually there. The women's division is very split. There's the top of the card... Yeah, and then it's literally everyone else. Oh, yeah. Like if you're a full horseman or you're Bianca Belair or you man are safe. Yeah, everyone else like yeah. two minute matches and gone. Like yeah. so, yeah, they they really do need to do better. But um, like you said, Rhea Ripley, been watching her since she came in NXT UK mm. and stuff like mm. that. Fantastic, but she, they've really kind of killed her. The thing that was edgy about her yeah. is, is gone. That's like, it. That's it. Um, again, the same with Baszler, absolute killer in NXT. Yeah, now yeah. she's just like, well, listen, Bianca's the Bianca's the one, man. That's Especially the golden girl. That's the golden girl, right? Mm. Now, isn't it? You know, yeah, you can't look past her, really. And it's funny because when Sasha Banks came into the scene, I was like, yo, I'm supposed to be all about this, mm. but I don't know what it was. There's something. There's just a little something. I'm I'm for her. I love the whole. There's there's things that she does. And I'm like, yeah, this is cold, mm. but. I'm not all. I wasn't all the way over. Then when Bianca Belair came in, I said, "Yo, stop! Everybody, yeah. stop! This is Let, it. This is this is it. Yeah, this yeah. is it right here." Yeah. Um. So yeah, Be- Be- Belair and 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 Shayna Baszler. I'm just waiting. I'm waiting them to see what they can do with her. I don't know if that's ever gonna happen, bro. To be honest, that's because madness. Shayna Baszler is in her forties. Are you serious? Yeah, she's one of the old. Remember, she's done um mixed martial arts before she's even got into wrestling. She's in her forties. Um. I don't know she when women. Then? Yeah, no. she, of course she's a she's a top level I'm athlete. I just by her now, like, yeah, I just don't know, know when they're gonna pull the trigger. If you haven't done it already, sort yeah, of yeah. thing in it. It's like, will it ever happen? Will it be like a Tamina vibe where like you know, you know they rate her more? Like I don't know, you know, <laughs> they rate they rate Tamina because Tamina's still got a job out of everyone that's been leaving yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Tamina's still about, yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, Shayna Baszler, I think we all know she deserves more. Like it's believable. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Her, her, and like so, Tamina and, and Natalia. Like, I always feel like, man, we need to, we need to go. We let's mm. keep going, let's keep going. But mm. then it's just, they're just there to just make up the numbers That's and just it. put people over. That's it. And, I just hope that doesn't happen to Shayna. But when you say she's forties, yeah, I'm like yo, she's in her forties, man. You're right. Maybe she is winding down. Then I guess they, I don't know, man. But she looks good though. She looks really good. She doesn't look like she's out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's I, definitely. I'll be, I'll be surprised by it. I'll be surprised by it. 
Let, but it's good. There's look at Charlotte, Charlotte Flair, Becky. There's loads of them. There's there's a lot of you know I mean? really good, talented, you know, women on that roster. The yeah. booking just generally just needs to be improved. Like that's it. Like, and that's been the problem for 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 decades. I think they've dropped the ball recently, like 2017, 2018, when they were going into the whole women's evolution mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Stuff was good then, was like yeah, yeah, you know, they on. even had their own, you know, pay per view that was basically because Ronda yeah. Rousey was about. Well, yeah. But <laughs> they had the star power. You see what yeah. I mean? But now it's very much they don't. It's like they don't care anymore. It's yeah. like they just done the, the women's evolution there just to tick it off the yeah, box, yeah, sort yeah. of thing. Good PR, like, isn't it? exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, they they do need to do better. They've probably got one of the best women's rosters in the world. When yeah. I look at other wrestling promotions, hundred percent. But that's what AEW is kind of missing, isn't it? It needs to. Yeah, they, they, they're getting a lot of good women, but yeah, the booking has been mm. the the champion looks good. Yeah, um, and then everyone else, it doesn't. You I know, need to get into AEW. I've never had time, but the thing is, it's like, where's the time to even watch that? There's like, a lot. Three of hours of bro. Raw in your life per week is is a it's, madness. It's painful, bro. It's a madness, and it's then a- I got two hours of SmackDown. Then I'm thinking about yo, where can I fit AEW? Nah, do you know what I mean? It's yeah, all yeah. long. It's a lot. It's, it's a lot. Long. But, if, I, but I, I, I would things. definitely say, and and like about say, people are gonna yeah. you know be happy for me to spread the good word of yeah, AEW yeah. to you. Yeah, yeah. If you could ditch something for yeah. AEW, you yeah. will be rewarded. Yeah. Okay. Like it is. It okay. is a very good show. Everything makes sense. It's mad because I still listen to podcasts, mm. right? So like wrestling podcasts all across the globe and whatever, and they will talk about AEW. So I. I not that I know what's going on, but I've heard. If, I'm not surprised by new the names yeah, or anything yeah, yeah. like that. So it is a bit like, ah oh, man, maybe I should just turn on. Maybe mm. I should just at least watch it. Like JR's podcast, I still listen to that now. Mm. But all, even though he doesn't necessarily talk about the product currently, but he mentions it in the beginning of what's going on. I'm a bit like, mm, I'm intrigued. But then I listen to, I don't know, Chris Jericho, yeah, yeah. or whatever, whatever <laughs> else he's talking about. Because I love the attitude era is me, man. Yeah, that's what yeah. I grew up that's, that's what we grew up in, it's yeah. true. So it's like what we're going to, you know, hold closest to our hearts yeah. almost. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's talk a bit about WWE Day 1, mm. um, the pay-per-view January 1st. Yeah. The, ti- the big title matches. Let's start with um, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar, Universal Title on the line. For me personally, I don't see how Brock Lesnar can lose again. I don't think, I don't, I don't know if Roman's ready to lose this title, but I just don't see how Roman can beat this guy twice. The thing is though, day one, like I'm looking at the spectacle of the pay-per-view mm. and I'm thinking about what could they do at Royal Rumble, then there's still WrestleMania like round the corner. Mm. Like, I think the only time Roman Reigns drops it is WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. So what they will do... I, what, what, what I could see happening is Roman Reigns goes over, but Brock won't look silly. It won't look silly. In fact, he, he will come off better off than Roman. Roman will come off worse. Yeah. In the, in the classic heel fashion, right? Mm. So it's, it's one of those for me, I'm going Roman because I just think the Brock thing is interesting though. It's, in, it's like, you know, the timing of him being around is weird to me because I'm not used to... Yeah, you know we I'm see him in this. certain seasons. Yeah. Yeah, and this ain't so, one of them. This ain't one of them. No, for sure. So, you know, does he come and get get beat twice? This, this <laughs> like, is exactly it. Is Brock Lesnar still Brock Lesnar if he loses twice to Roman Reigns? This is the big question. And of course, he still looks like an absolute monster. But like, how much stock as fans do we have if we see this guy lose to Drew McIntyre, mm. then lose his next two matches to Roman. Like, the three in a row that you would have lost. I think it's the way. It's the manner. Because I don't think necessarily the three L's is the big deal. Mm. It, you know, if he gets beat, like, calm, mm. then it's like, okay, fine. Then that's I, issue. I, I, ain't time, I ain't got time to be invested. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I think they have to make it in a way that 
Roman Roman wins, unless I mean day one and Royal Rumble, they're so close together. Mm. Could it be that that Roman loses and then wins again at Royal Rumble? I don't know. Maybe maybe whoever loses out of the two of them wins, wins the Royal, Royal Rumble. Rumble. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and they run it back at WrestleMania. So, some the dirt sheets. I don't know how closely you follow the dirt sheets. The dirt sheets are saying that there's <laughs> going to be a big angle at the end of this match. There's yeah. going to be something like you're saying yeah. that you, maybe to protect one of the other people in yeah. the manner of how it's going to happen. Yeah. I'm guessing Paul Heyman is going to be pivotal because he he tried a thing sure. in the last match. Yeah, um, in the Saudi Arabia, Saudi. he just threw the belt into the ring <laughs> and it's like you know what to do. Like, so yeah, they they. they I, I mean, the pay-per-view, I think they just saw, raw New Year's Day is on this day. Boom, let's just throw a pay-per-view in mm. there. Because they don't always do New yeah. Year's Day pay-per-views, right? At all, so. yeah, this is this is new. And I think they've it's, they've said as well, they've had, they're having this match on it because they, this is going to be a pay-per-view going forward. Okay. Um, so they want to kind of start off the legacy of it in a okay. big way. So What a really. terrible name, though. <laughs> <laughs> what a terrible name. Like, and, and this is my beef here. Like, the problem with watching the actually are in now and the problem with like, going back watching the, the network... Mm. Is that you know you got names like Armageddon, you got Vengeance, Judgment, Judgment Day, Day, No Way no Out. Mercy, oh no my God! Out. You got cold names. Yeah, yeah. And then I've got Hell in a Cell. I've got Money in the Bag. I've got these gimmick pay per views, and then I've got Day One. Yeah. What is that? It's like, not good. What is this? Like, it's WWE. Is what makes me laugh about them? They're so behind with like cultured slang in, in a way like day one is like the uso thing yeah right? yeah but again it, it, that, we've been there it don't work that. yeah we're not there no more but it's reflective of who's running the company isn't it it's of a course. 70 something year old man so <laughs> man, that guy needs to sleep <laughs> he needs to rest honestly he needs to rest he needs to rest even what was it survivor series with the whole egg gimmick like i get it the rock had his show yeah, and yeah, blah, yeah. his film and whatever but it was just like this is weird he looks like he's about to break as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, the way he talks, I'm just like, mm, I don't know. But yeah, okay, fine. Let them keep that pay-per-view. But the, the name needs to change. 100%. New Year's Revolution was not that bad. Yeah, they were better than day one. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. It was, it was fine. But yeah, I don't know. Um, but I, I, I'm seeing Roman going over. But Brock, and yeah, like you said, it's going to be, I think it is going to make something, like it's going to be huge. Mm. That pay-per-view is actually going to be quite under rated it will, people will have less expectations going into it and it'll be yeah. absolutely blown away that's what i think they'll do it's going to be interesting it really really is and it kind of sets up you know the rest of the year in terms of that title and you know who's going to no come after it and stuff it's just a clean one-on-one no yeah right, right now, now it's just a clean one-on-one yeah okay um, but we'll see let's talk about the wwe title match we're having a fatal four-way um biggie's defending against kevin owens mm-hmm. seth rollins and um bobby lashley he's just wormed, wormed his way into the match <laughs> um kevin owens has been the talk of you know his contract was supposed to end yeah. in the jan yeah supposed to go to aew yeah. it's what everyone thought he's now signed a new contract yeah. everyone is shocked um he said this was good for his family so more power to him but there has maybe Maybe got to be something in that contract mm. which they're gonna nice him with. He's been on TV a hell of a lot recently. Yeah. Um. Maybe that's part of getting him to sign that contract. Yeah. But is Kevin Owens now a real contender in that match because he's sticking around? I thought this guy was just there to take the pin and leave the company. Hmm. But I don't know, man. Is this a Y2J at Vengeance thing? I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Could be. I don't. I, I don't think so. I think, like. Kevin Owens frustrates the hell out of me. Really? Like, oh, it's frustrating to watch because when he came in, I was all for it. On smoke. He was on <laughs> the stuff. And then I got bored of him very, very quickly. Oh, really? And it's like, because he comes out and he sort of, he talks like he's one of us like fans. And yeah, he, he sort of the man's to, man, yeah. Yeah, but then it's like, 
I don't even believe you anymore. Like, you're, <laughs> oh, that's sad. You're just chatting. Like, you're, you're just going and going. And it's like, for me, I'm like, you know what? Like, whether it's the booking, is the, like, he had a match with Roman Reigns, was it WrestleMania last year? No, um, beginning of the year. Beginning uh, of the year. Um, Royal Rumble, Rumble, Royal Rumble. Sorry, yeah, Royal yeah. Rumble. And I remember sitting there, like, watching this with, like, the, with, with the bros and everything. I was thinking, I don't care about this match right now. Wow. But... Roman Reigns is in it, so I'm I'm, in. I'm invested. But this guy, this Kate, oh, I, I, can't, I can't. I'm almost. I can't be bothered with him. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know if if he goes on a good run, happy days. Mm. Let's see what he can do. But it's all a bit weird. I think Lashley's gonna is gonna take it. You know, take the title back. I think Bobby's gonna take it. Maybe, maybe he's, he's pile driving through everybody at the minute. hundred percent. It makes like, sense. It, it makes sense. It's true. Thinking, mm, hang on a minute. You know what? what you know the whole the, that what was it on Raw when um, he puts um, KO into that into what's, what's this sleeper thing called? Um, the the Hurt Lock. The Hurt Lock. Mm. And man's tapping quick. Yeah. Then the yeah. whole little wit. Like there's again good storyline. Mm. So that match is not going to be clean, straightforward. Yeah, yeah. Stuff's going to happen in there. But I think Bobby will go over. You know. Okay. So you think. Obviously, the likes of Big E, that's just held the title for, what, maybe three, four months now at this point? Yeah. You think this is going to be a short title run? It's a bit like, like what's his name, Kofi, when he had it. It was just like, when he dropped it, it was like, what? Yeah, yeah, that was a mess. That, let's I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, what's go- what? I'm sorry, what's going on yeah, here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it makes sense to like have Xavier Woods and him go mm-hmm. like head-to-head at some stage, but it's a bit just like, I don't know, I don't know. I don't- Big E, I mean, look, he's great, he does his thing, and I, I wonder if they'll keep him... Whether they will look at him John Cena-ish in terms of like he he he, he appeals. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's mad because when you think when he came with Dolph Ziggler, like I can't believe that's the same Dolph. It's the same guy, like, yeah, yeah. I just yeah. don't even believe that. But yeah, no, I, I've got, if, if, I'm, if I was just guessing, I'm going to go with, um, they're going to change it up. I can't imagine me seeing Roman Reigns win and then seeing Big E win again as well. I, mm. I don't know, I feel like I'm going to... Bobby Lashley for me at the minute, I think we'll take it. Bobby Lashley makes sense. A lot of people aren't too... Overly impressed by Biggie's run currently. Anyway, um, I would love Seth Rollins to win it. If anyone, yeah, uh, I'd oh, love yeah, Seth yeah. Rollins to so. have yeah, it. Yeah. This current gimmick, like Seth, is, yeah. would be my favorite to win. Yeah, yeah. I'd love him to win. Um, but I, I think you know, I'll, I'll be safe. I think Biggie probably just retain. You think he retain? Yeah, yeah. Um, give me, give me one bold prediction for WWE in 2022 that you think is going to happen. Hmm. One bold prediction at WWE. Either on a wrestler, someone leaves, someone's becoming champion. The way they're moving at the minute, though, yeah? Mm. Mm, will they do it? Will they pull the trigger? On who? One of the women. One of the top women. Mm. I just have a... Like, the, the, the releases of, of late, like, this year. Yeah. I'm a bit like, what the hell is going on? Um, but... <sighs> No, do I believe? I don't believe it. I don't believe it. it what were you gonna say? I was gonna say they pull it on on Charlotte. What the world title? They would pull, they will release her this year. <laughs> oh, release year. her! They will release her next year. You know what? I would have about a month ago. I would have told you that I don't think that's impossible mm. because Charlotte was moving mad. She was moving mad. Yeah, but I think like even she may have calmed down a bit. She was moving mad, yeah. But then yeah. the referee was it like they disqualified her? So yeah, I thought, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, fine. We're still here because yeah, I thought yeah. she was still like. Shooting in the ring, and yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. "Something's not right with it's, this woman." Yeah, we, we could all see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I think maybe she would. He's fallen back a bit, yeah. but um, 
But yeah, if there, if there is one, I think Charlotte Charlotte getting released. Charlotte getting released yeah, next year. That would be massive. WWE is moving mad. <laughs> They're moving mad because like, like who have they released in the past year? There's a, there's a, I'm I'm missing somebody obvious. That's, Too many top names. Keith like, Lee. Keith Lee. Too many top names, bro. Keith Lee was odd. I mean, you know, Braun Strowman. That's the one. It yeah, was that yeah, yeah. one where I was like, what is going on? What's happening? That one though, I think was solely because of money. He, I mean, he just renewed, didn't he? I swear he, he had just he had recently like just renewed, and then they realized for someone that's getting paid, I think his contract was reportedly one million a year. That like we're not putting a title on him or anything yeah. mad like that. So yeah. like we don't need him. I think one day he will be back. I think it's a case of bringing him back on lower money. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah, yeah, and that's the only thing that makes me think. Kevin Owens, two to three million a year. They're saying is his new contract. Really? Are they gonna? Are they gonna do something mad with with Kevin Owens? No, that makes sense. Um, So yeah, no, that's a that's a that's a strong prediction. And to be honest, I don't think it's there's some percentage (laughs) that it looks likely. Oh yeah, of course. This is in charge. Some of the wackiest things could take place. You know, Conor McGregor is surely showing up next year at some point. Oh, I would have thought he would have done it showing up already, but but WWE, you know what WWE? That's what I'm saying. They they, they are they see something and then they re- react to it like a year, two years. Yeah, later. it's true. When it's not so, even popping no he's more, not hot anymore. It's true because it would have been Tyson Fury, but no chance. They ain't gonna be yeah, yeah. now. Not in this. Not, yeah, not right it's now. true. It's true. I bet you Conor McGregor will make an appearance next year, and it will just be like um, another good prediction. I get it. It's good. You know, he could be their WrestleMania, you know, yeah, WrestleMania maybe. gimmick. They they love a they love a gimmick at WrestleMania or some celebrity showing face. Exactly. exactly. So um, what's yours? What's your bold prediction? Bold prediction. Um, I mean, it's uh, it's not really bold. I think it's a bit obvious. It's just a matter of when. Drew McIntyre is going to become champion again. Mm. I just, I think it's going to happen at the UK show. They're going to have a stadium show in September. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be in Wales, maybe like, the, yeah, what's Cardiff. that Millennium, Millennium Stadium, Stadium, innit? What's the new, what's um, his name now? Yeah, I don't know. They, I know they changed they got, it. They got but like a sponsor or something. Yeah, like yeah. So, um, I think that's Drew's crowning moment. I definitely need to go to that. Yeah, yeah. If they if they run in that, for sure. The minute dates, tickets come out, I'm gone. Yeah. <laughs> but um, Will they ever do a WrestleMania in, in England? This was their chance. This was their chance to do SummerSlam. SummerSlam is literally, I think, a couple of weeks before. They could have literally just made this SummerSlam 30 mm. years on from when SummerSlam was last in England. <sighs> they they bottled it. it they they, they would have known they bottled it they're dropped not doing it. it so they're going to do SummerSlam then they're going to come here and have a UK stadium show mm-hmm. then they're probably going to go to Saudi because it's around the same time in the calendar do the Saudi stadium show so um yeah they just bottled it they could have done it they clearly <laughs> didn't want to yeah um, well do, how how far in advance would they have a SummerSlam already done though because uh, like, how you mean because like how long ago did they book SummerSlam 2022 in a specific stadium that's probably going to take two three years no a bit like oh, i hear what now. you're saying but i mean that's just the case of changing the name like from what i've heard from people mm. this stadium show was on the books uh, so maybe okay. 2019 oh swear okay. they've they've been planning the stadium okay. show it's just obviously pandemic pushed it back yeah. and all of that kind of stuff um so they could have easily made this summer slam yeah, yeah. someone's dropped it there so yeah, yeah i don't know maybe booking of venues or whatever or Maybe they just didn't want to do it. Did you see but, Vince yeah. McMahon's beef with Stan Kroenke back in the day? I, I've heard about this. I never knew when it was happening, but yeah, so yeah. Um, yeah. The, the, basically, they booked a Raw or something like that. In the in, stadium. In the Nuggets' little arena. Yeah. And the Nuggets got to the playoffs. And it was like, And well, then Stan was like, I need my stadium. you got to have that now. Yeah, yeah. And then obviously, he, Vince was not happy. He was just like, you know, what kind of man predicts that his team won't make the playoffs yeah, yeah. Uh, they ran some vignettes of making fun of Crunky on did. tv didn't they? they did yeah they did they did that was funny 
Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just, it's just reminded me of like booking an event, uh, a venue. <laughs> Bro, as we wrap up here today, this has been a great one. Um, we have something we call a maniac moment. Okay. That's the last thing that truly popped to you and made you go mad about something you saw in wrestling. Um, so it could be a reaction, some returning or a match, anything. What was the last maniac moment? Okay, outside of the ring, mm. I'll start there first. I was in Camden Town. And me and my brothers, we were just in Camden. It was a sunny day. We just, we'll go out, we'll go out. This is leading up to WrestleMania. Bro, I see this massive, like, on the side of, like, a building... Mm. BT Sport had Sasha Banks. Oh, of course, Bennett. the mural last year. Yeah. Oh my, bro, I popped yeah. yeah, big yeah, time. Yeah. I remember seeing that. We were like, we took like thousands of pictures just standing there. <laughs> oh my days! I know, like that. When I thought of a pop, I just remembered that. That absolutely gassed me. Um, I'm still kicking myself for not getting down to that because I thought that my two favorites are bro, here on the wall. Two women and wrestlers. Two black two women. Black women I, 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 I'm kicking myself that I didn't actually get down, but it was amazing. Great artwork as well. Um, and I guess, you know, it kind of leads up to the fact that when they had their match at WrestleMania and they were just both in tears before the match yeah, started, yeah, yeah. it got me mad emotional. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even deep it. Like, I understood the situation, but then it mm. made me realise, flipping out, oh, this is more. Like, yeah, really it really more. was. Um, I popped at the last event, the, the live event. Um, okay, and it's little subtle things you know like when Randy Orton goes to the turnbuckle and he does that and all of a sudden the crowd, <laughs> the crowd explodes yeah mental. yeah yeah and also when Drew McIntyre did it as well because he did the same okay, thing yeah, yeah. those are I remember that's, that's, a, that's the last pop I, did. I lost my voice and that was so it. that's real life pop it you've seen something mad pop, bro. it was like because I didn't think that stuff even happens you watch it on TV yeah yeah and you yeah. see it as a little spectacle but, mm. and I think I wish that they could sort this thing out when you go to live events the crowd is always more lively than what we get to see when it comes through on TV 100% they've got to sort that out mm. because that's what makes it that adds to the entertainment because even like when you watch the old like the, the attitude era or whatever the pop it from the crowd, we hear it on the TV. Yeah. So yeah. you can only imagine what it was like to actually be there. Yeah. So I just feel like they just need to sort it out. But yeah, definitely. I just, I don't know why it was just that. And even seeing Rey Mysterio live, I've never seen him live before. Yeah. So seeing him and he's a he was, veteran. Him and Dominic in it. Um, yeah. Him and Dominic were facing Dirty um, Dogs. Was it? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes. And it was just little things like that where you just think, yo, Rey Mysterio is a legend, bro. That's exactly how I felt when his music yeah. hit. When he walked out, I said. I'm witnessing yeah. a legend. This like, is real life legend, you know. I remember him from WCW. Like, yeah, I remember yeah, when he 100. didn't have a mask. Like, mm-hmm. I remember, you know, Rey Mysterio. You know, I remember Filthy Animals. Filthy Animals. Yeah. I remember that whole thing, like when WCW was on Channel 4. Like I remember watching it. And so to think, that's the same Don I used to watch when I was like 10 he, or 9 or whatever. And he's there now doing a 619. I thought, right in front of man. Yeah, no, I hear that's it. Mental. So yeah, I have to say that. It's the live show. Nothing will beat that for me this year. Sick, sure. sick, you? sick. The last thing that popped me was um, Daniel Bryan or Bryan Danielson turning up in AEW. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh God! Like, I yeah, I, I watched that. I saw, <laughs> I saw, I saw, I saw those, those those clips mm. of that things like that. Sorry, yeah, go ahead, man. Yeah, I just I couldn't believe it. Like, I just, <laughs> I just like, huh? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> this guy doesn't rest. This man shouldn't even be wrestling. Like, he's had um, enormous grace yeah. to come back from what he's went through. Still put on. Top level matches. He's not just here for the paycheck. This guy is really wrestling. Yeah. Like, um, 
yeah man it's, it was just one of those moments where you just don't think and I think just everything by the end of the night like yeah. it was a long pay-per-view it was 5am yeah, yeah. in the morning and this guy just walks out really nearly smiling at the crowd I saw I that said, and I oh, saw the CM man. Punk one flip yeah yeah that's the biggest what, return in wrestling because CM Punk's thing happened around the same time of something else that was mage there was something else that happened that was huge um, but it, it kind of just over it got everything got overshadowed yeah, I think yeah. three things happened in that mm. week or weekend mm. but CM Punk's return is that like kind of, you know, dampened it all down. But that pop, crazy rough. And I was never a CM Punk guy. And when he came out, goosebumps. Yeah, I was covered. Yeah, I was yeah. I was watching it live. <laughs> AEW has since taken my video off right. YouTube. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. But um, I've got it. I've got the video. I was literally covered in goosebumps. And this. We're we're pushing your content. Like we're we're doing you a favor, kind of thing. But. I don't anyway, know, but yeah, I, I I couldn't believe it, and he yeah. he spoke from the heart. He said that you know I had to leave wrestling for me, like to get better, and you know all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, now it's kind of died down a bit. I'm I'm still not a CM Punk guy. Yeah, I respect yeah. the hell out of him. Yeah. Um, I love the joy he brings to wrestling fans. Yeah. But yeah, I was just it's fine. I was just never kind of resonated with him like. I that. wasn't a fan until the the, the pipe bomb. Yeah, the yeah. Pipe bomb blew me away. Yeah, that's one blew of the best things. And then I was like, okay, I'm here for him. Yeah, I'm here yeah. for him. I, I, I get it. I, I was with it. Because loads of people were like massive marks for him beforehand. Mm. Didn't quite get it. I guess because it was a whole indie thing. He came from them them, them them kind of sides. And people just love, you get some wrestling purists, don't you? Who yeah, were like, yeah. oh, he came from the indies. He was he was gangster and like, oh, you know, ROH and whatever else. And I was just like, okay, yeah, whatever. Cool. I like the, I like superstars. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, do, I do respect wrestling. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. Exactly. I definitely do. But... Yeah, CM Punk did hit different once he dropped that pipe bomb. I was yeah, like, yeah. okay. Yeah, he no, one hundred percent. He did hit different. It's I true. Was like, okay, here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's your favorite wrestler of all time? <sighs> I mean, if I'm to literally just pick from who would be on my Mount Rushmore, it would just probably be The Rock. Like The Rock is just the one that kind of indoctrinated me just yeah. like I couldn't take my eyes off the rock yeah. I'm going to school I'm doing um, people's eyebrow <laughs> I'm, I'm doing rock bottoms to people of like course. the the quotables from the rock yeah, like yeah. so um, obviously as you get older you can see well this guy couldn't really wrestle <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know I can't take anything away from I wouldn't be here it, dumb move, you know? it's, it's too dumb stupid move. it's too stupid <laughs> but um, I wouldn't be here if yeah. it wasn't for the rock just hooking oh, me yeah, in so totally yeah what about yourself? You know, my favourite character of all time, because I believed it, I was so... In fact, he scared the life out of me. <laughs> but, you know, I don't know what it is. It was an attraction I had to this guy where I was so petrified of him. I couldn't you you went back him. for more. I couldn't stop watching him. <laughs> and it was Kane. And the whole storyline from when, like, when... when um, What's my man's name? Paul Bearer. Yeah. When he was sort of, like, hinting that there's this kid that's still... You know, your brother's still around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Such I was like intrigued. It, it's it is the one of my favorite stories ever. Mm. Obviously, they've ruined him, <laughs> like corporate. So Kane, much so, I, like, I, can't, I can't look at the guy. Can, you know, man was born in Madrid. I didn't need to know that. <laughs> I didn't need to know none of that stuff. <laughs> they ruined him. Listen, I he, didn't even know that he was from hell. As far as I was concerned, <laughs> he came out of hell, and he's like, you know, the whole burnt face thing. Like I was in it. The, he couldn't talk. You know that. Like, yeah, I, yeah. When he had that, <laughs> I was like, "Who is this freak? Like, who yeah, is this yeah. guy?" But I couldn't stop watching. I couldn't take my eyes off him. I couldn't. So, but <laughs> but I always had nightmares. I remember yeah. waking up in the middle of the night, petrified. Like in 97, 98. I was like, "This guy's he's setting things alight," and 
it used to scare the hell out of me. Mm. But it's, it's there's something about him. I don't know what it was, but it always drew me to him. But The Rock, I definitely he was my he was the coolest man. Yeah, ever. that's he it. was so cool, and I was, I wanted to be like him. Yeah, you know that, bro, we all did that. That was my childhood number one. Yeah. Like, and that's what I mean. If someone has to say who was your favorite wrestler, yeah. I have to name The Rock out of just yeah. pure respect. Like, yeah. I'm not here if it ain't for The Rock. Well, of course, everything has evolved. I've got different favors yeah. and stuff now, but bro. <sighs> this has been great it's been oh, great chatting pleasure. to you dj selenki the man that we didn't know existed <laughs> but the man that's playing the bangers at half time on the arsenal games Thank yeah you. anything to plug tell us about your formula one yeah, podcast so i'm on i'm on i'm on youtube as well i do mm-hmm. a formula one channel called peter on pole so just like i'm in pole position mm-hmm. that's all it is um yeah like that love talking about formula one it's a it's something i can talk about away from arsenal so that yeah, you know, yeah. Man, don't get like sacked or anything like that. You know what I mean? But, but, um, but yeah, family wide as well. We we got like a top four podcast. It's like a football. Thing. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, Premier League stuff. Um, and yeah, I keep it. I you know I have rants about every other club except mine. Yeah, I'm those. ranting about other teams. But yeah, top four podcast is the football stuff on YouTube, and then Peter on pole is the Formula One stuff. And uh, yeah, come to the Emirates, man, and and oh, and hear and hear hear some tunes, man. We'll we'll get some rhythms going. You're a top man. Thank you for coming through today. Thank you for having me. Appreciate that. I had so much fun talking with my brother DJ Selenki there. It was so good to finally understand his role, how he got there. And, you know, him slipping in motorhead, thinking that, ah, well, it sounds like a rock tune. And he thought he was just tickling himself a little bit of a a laugh, you know, like, ah, no one else will know what this is sort of thing. And then there you have it. The wrestling fans that are Arsenal fans watching along all recognised it. And, you know, it all went from there. And, you know, it's great to see someone just kind of mixing their love for football and wrestling at the same time. And music, of course. Big, big music fan. I respect his knowledge of music that he was sharing with us on the show. I also told him a story about, you know, Kurt Angle, medal. It's one of my favourite theme tunes of all time play it in the gym like i know i ain't the only one that listens to wrestling theme tunes in the gym at home or whatever the case may be let me know where you listen to wrestling theme tunes maybe before you do a certain thing in your day a task i don't know while you're running errands let me know what you're listening to just before we get out of here i'll give you guys a quick update on what's happening on the youtube tier ranking continues we have ranked the best wrestlers of 2021 last week we ranked the women this week is the men this is an elite list along with what happened with the women so check out those two videos hella names there that will probably missed out it would have been harsh to include them at the expense of others but really good entertaining videos i hope that you guys have seen them if you haven't checked them out definitely but maniac gang that is the show thank you for joining me please remember to subscribe on your platform of choice wherever you listen to podcasts on and if you're listening on apple music leave us with a five star review and share the podcast it means more than you could ever know when you share this podcast for me like i said at the top of this merry christmas to all of you guys if you're not celebrating christmas happy holidays and i'll be back next week with a brand new episode to close out the year wrestlemaniac uk signing out And I'll see you soon.